Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to another edition of Propaganda.Earth. I'm your host, the Propaganda Hitman. And over there, holding it all together is, affectionately known, Wheels of Steel. We have another exciting show. We're going to keep it short tonight, one hour. Why? Because I want to listen to Julian Assange and Sean Hannity tonight. So I have more to share with you tomorrow. Kate Smith, Broad Street Bullies, when men were men, and Dave Schultz knocked them on their ass, when Bobby Clark had no teeth in his mouth, and Bernie Perrant said, some fun, eh? Now we become a feminazis. God bless. America, my home, sweet home, love it or leave it. And now we're going to talk a little bit about Julian Assange and the importance of having friends. I want to remind you that it was Adam Smith. I want to say this to the Republicans. I want to say it to the Democrats. I especially want to inform John McCain because I can assure you that that ignoramus never read anything to do with the wealth of nations and Adam Smith. It was Adam Smith who said, it is not through the benevolence of the butcher that we get fed. So when I was a Bernie supporter, I was a fan of Julian Assange. And now that I'm a Trumpocrat, switched my allegiance to the Republican Party in hope that it's a new party and not just another retread of the New World Order, a two-party Republican Operation to scam the American people, loot it, offload the jobs to either private contractors or to foreign governments, foreign corporations, foreign enemies. But the past 30 years has been a gigantic, to quote Michael Moore, a giant fuck you to the American people. You got to have friends. Even Bette Midler knows it. You gotta have friends that they last long. Listen to this one. You give it, baby. All you got. I had some friends, but they 
Someone came and snatched them away. That's the way Israel feels. With the screw job, Obama and Carrie, this moron. Total near do well. Hit it, baby. The end of the road, boy. Waiting for my new friends to come. It's a Dedicate this to Julian Assange. And the price he's paid for being so brave. Six years in prison, life threatened, reputation discredited. Hillary, that fucking bitch screaming! Kill him! Kill him! Murder him! Kill him! That's what, that's what we learned. She wanted him drone, murdered that psycho bitch. We gotta get rid of these. 
80-year-old Supreme Court, 80-year-old senators, John McCain. These people have to go. They need to join the same old age home. Let them live together and be friends. Hold hands. Let it run. Let the people know you got what you need. Dedicated to Julian Assange. If only you know how many people love you for all your courage. To Chelsea Manning. To Snowden. To Drake. All the people who have paid nearly the ultimate price for bringing freedom and speaking truth to power. To Andrew Breitbart, to Sean Rich. What? Seth Rich. John Ash. That's the price for freedom. And it was our founding fathers who said, A hero dies but one death and a coward dies a thousand nights. Julian Assange will be speaking tonight, but here's a preview. Doubling down, WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange insists that Russia had zero involvement in the emails leaked during the election. In an exclusive interview with Sean Hannity, Assange says the Obama administration is trying to delegitimize the Trump presidency. Kelly Wright, live for us from D.C. with the interview that you will not see anywhere else. Good morning, Kelly. Heather and Clayton, good morning to you as well. Julian Assange, a controversial founder and editor-in-chief of WikiLeaks, claims the Obama administration is trying to delegitimize the election of Donald Trump. In an exclusive interview inside the Ecuadorian embassy in London, where Assange is staying, he tells Fox News' Sean Hannity that Russia is not the source for hacking the emails of the Democratic National Committee and Hillary Clinton's campaign chairman, John Podesta. You did not get this information about the DNC, John Podesta's emails. Can you tell the American people a thousand percent you did not get it from Russia or yes. anybody associated with Russia? We, we can say, um, we have said uh, repeatedly uh, over the last two months uh, that our source uh, is not the Russian government uh, and it is not state party. Throughout the presidential election, WikiLeaks released emails that embarrassed the Clinton campaign and the Democratic Party. Assange disputing the Obama administration's claims that Russia was involved. Our publications uh, uh, had wide uptake by the American people. They're all true. Um, but that's not the allegation that is being presented uh, uh, by the Obama White House. So why such a, uh, a dramatic response? Well, the reason is obvious. Uh, they're trying to delegitimize uh, the Trump administration as it goes into the White House. They're going to try, so they are trying to say, uh, that uh, President-elect Trump uh, is not a legitimate uh, president. Meanwhile, the FBI and Homeland Security claim to have evidence of a Russian link. A U.S. intelligence source says not all of it has been released over concerns for sources. I don't want to hear allies. it. 
end, okay? Because this, this is bullshit, okay? I am sorry. We're living in the world of full disclosure. This is the Internet time. These are completely different times. You need to quote who said it, but this story about FBI sources, fuck your sources. How about that, okay? We've lived, we are not trusting ever again anything you people say. You need to verify, document, and I want sworn statements. I want affidavits when it comes to believing you when it comes to the sovereignty of the United States of America. I have witnessed that in my life at 56, when I was born and old enough to lay on a carpet and stare at a caisson. When our president, John F. Kennedy, was killed by the CIA, using the mafia, using CIA agents, and everyone was involved. It was fucking murder on the Orient Express. George Herbert Walker Bush was involved. John Connolly was involved, the Democrat. Bush, whatever you want to call him. I call him a traitor for 50 years. There's nothing American about that man. He's a globalist. He doesn't care anything about you and me. He has had his ass wiped. He's the closest thing to the Queen of England that America's ever produced. This is freaking royalty. And all he produced were morons. Morons! That couldn't get a job if it wasn't for the heavy hand and far-reaching influence of their father. The CIA is a rogue operation and now is involved in domestic terrorism. They have created ISIS. They created Al-Qaeda. They created Barack Obama. They have flooded our country with these destabling Arabs who know nothing about sovereign government, know nothing about the rule of law. They know nothing about our Constitution, and they absolutely believe their Sharia, their Islam, their Koran trumps our Constitution. Not one Arab should be brought into the United States. I don't give a damn what my little CIA friends in Washington say. I don't give a shit. It's like a racist saying, oh, I have a black friend. I have black friends. Oh, I have good Muslim friends. You don't know a damn thing about them. Muslims today are rogue unless they're willing to sign a loyalty oath at the face of death. Why? Because their signature when it comes to Sharia trumps our Constitution, trumps American law. You need to understand how far down the road we are. For 25, 30 years, the American biparty world order hegemonic government fascist collusion with corporate America has brought China from a peasant nation 
in the 1960s murdering their own 30, 40 million dead, murdered the Cultural Revolution. Know your damn history, or you don't have a right to vote. If you can't pass a world history, I don't know why we would, should ever be so doomed. There was a time when people who couldn't read, couldn't vote. We had a representative government. But now I wouldn't trust that at all because our citizens are bought and paid for as international globalists. Donald Trump has done everything in his power to make it clear he stands for America, and this isn't a new position. This is what this man has been saying for 30 years. I believe I was 28 when I read The Art of the Deal. I've been following Donald. This is a man who over and over and over could never believe the bad deals that are being made. The terrible criminal elements. Got all her money. They get they get inside. Oh, trading. you got it. No, no, you got to hold on on this. Right. Take your time. It's really important that you say this. Just no, you say it. But I want people to breathe. Nancy Pelosi is the wealthiest human being, woman, man, not male, female. That's what you call dogs. That's what you call animals. It's a male dog. It's a male chimpanzee. You are a woman or a man. When you go and fill out some medical form and they ask you your gender, male or female, you put a line through both and say neither. And you write in there, I'm a man or I'm a woman. You're not a dog. HIPAA is only for the protection of the doctor, not for the citizen. Nancy Pelosi, the wealthiest woman and man woman in Congress. How do you think she made her fortune? Because they believe that the laws of the United States and insider training trading do not apply to them. Nancy Pelosi has turned her every time there's a can you imagine a water deal? Do you know how long are you finished? A, a train deal, a construction deal, an oil deal, a NASA deal, a jet fighter deal. Her husband front runs the stock. Now let me tell you, anybody would know, okay, so Lockheed's up for maybe getting a joint strike fighter. But you know what? She knows what other companies are involved in the making of the avionics, the electronics, the landing gear, the tires, the radar systems, the small little tiny company that has a brilliant idea how to avoid incoming attack. And then her husband goes out and front runs. And that's how that bitch has made over a billion dollars while sitting in Congress. Julian Assange, Republican Democrat. He's a true liberal. He's a 19th century liberal. 
and he believes in honest government, and he doesn't believe in this deep tyranny state. And that's why McCain wanted him dead. That's why McCain wanted him tried. Why? While everybody focuses on Russia. See, sometimes I want to believe these men are just really that freaking brain dead. 25, 30 years of my life has been dedicated to dietary supplements, diet, and nutrition. I don't look like them. I'm 56. Did you talk about inside trading with her yet? We've not covered it. Okay. I have something to discuss. You talk I don't expect it, Andy, to be McCain. So I don't know you whether know he's a McCain, total... Yeah, but total, do you know how long they've been, McCain's been in office? No. No person should hold power over a nation for this long. McCain's 32 years. Well, now it's 34 because he's 80 years old. What I'm saying is, either Mc, I want to say to McCain, either McCain is stupid, dumb, too much pate in the bloodstream, too much pate in his arteries, fogging his brain, or it's much more malevolent. This guy is a one-trick pony. He and his little butt buddy, Lindsey Graham. The two don't go anywhere without each other. They're just a pas de deux dance partnership. Neither can speak without the other. They finish each other's sentences. But while this cold warrior talking about Russia, 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 we have been fucked royally by the Chinese. Your cell phones are made there. You don't think they have chips that go into the cell phone that they can turn off, on and off, that they can't track you? China. 25 years ago, they were a peasant nation. I can remember when I was 14, when I had eyesight, going to an event from the People's Republic of China that was brought to the Philadelphia Walnut Street Theater. These were peasant farmer dances they were doing imitating the rice crop. And in what? 30 years? In their major cities, they're a first world nation with first world technology? You think they're that smart? My ass. It's our globalist, treasonous government. Our globalist, treasonous government officials these perpetual revolving door lobbyists that have turned our entire manufacturing and national security over to China and now the Internet. They've extorted us over Korea. The deal should have been made decades ago. You frickin' disarm, completely neutralize Korea or we don't do any business at all with you. Now they're nuclear, now they're thermonuclear, now they have a hydrogen bomb, and now they're working on a delivery system, and i got to listen to Bolton, that scumbag. I am so, oh, praise God, that Donald didn't pick this moron for Secretary of State and went with Rex Tillerson. This career government hack, this career government hack, Bolton. And then Sean Hannity brings them in. And i got to listen. The Russians, the Russians. Do you ever say the Chinese anything? Anything? As they've completely weaponized the Scarborough Shoals. As they've completely weaponized what they call the South China Sea. 
as they've completely held Hong Kong hostage and they're threatening Taiwan. Woo! Boy, oh boy. Where's NATO now? Russia wants to make sure that Ukraine is a friend. Nobody's talking puppet state, but not hostile. NATO started as eight nations, and it never should have gone beyond eight. Now it is a destabilizing force, and we pay the bill. Jill and Assange told you in no uncertain terms. Ambassador Mary came out and said he got it from inside the DNC. There's a dead body that hasn't been accounted for. I am not going to allow this man to die in anonymity. His name is Seth Rich. No way, shape, or form does he die anonymously. Do we accept it was a botch robbery? Bullshit. He was in the middle of a handoff. He wasn't jogging. He was handing off critical information and was murdered. That's what they got. They got the jump drive. Don't tell me. They didn't want his watch. They didn't want his wallet. Who told us that it was a botch robbery? How do they know? They have any cameras? They have any eyewitnesses? But this is the propaganda. That's why this freaking show is called Propaganda.Earth. Because everything that comes out of these sons of bitches, we are hypnotic. We are a hypnotized nation in front of our eyes. We know these mind control operations. We know the CIA's involvement with cocaine. We know the CIA using cocaine to fund its black bag operations and to make its operators rich as shit. We know the Golden Triangle. We saw the movie, American Gangster. We know the price that New York City paid with 350 on-the-take police officers. But it was the heroin that came in from Laos. And we know that Richard Armitage, Armacost, whatever the hell his last name is, was absolutely the drug lord for the government. Why do you think we got the Russians out of Afghanistan? Because it was our heroin. You think this isn't in ancient history? The Delanos, Franklin Delano Roosevelt's mother, her side, was involved in the opium wars. Heroin has been used as a weapon of psychological operation against the people since its synthesization. And it's a massive cash crop. And it's a massive intermediary crop. And it's... The other day, a CIA plane went down. CIA plane went down. How much cocaine was on that plane, Wheels of Steel? I don't remember. Uh, Four tons. Four tons. Four tons. 
8,000 pounds of cocaine was on an airplane regularly used by the CIA. You won't believe this one. A quick news break. Maxine Waters. America's are bigots for opposing Sharia law. (laughs) You can't make this up. Well, I'm reading it. That's it. Maxine Waters. Yeah. Says that Americans are bigots for opposing, for opposing Sharia, Sharia law. law. Sharia Throw law. Her the hell Sharia out of law here. that keeps women in bondage. Oh yeah, Sharia law that now in listen, Sharia listen law that allows three-year-old girls to be screwed. Fucked right, and then you have allows five-year-old boys, as long as they don't have hair on their legs, to be sodomized. And in Germany now, the Muslims are Muslims say they will make it legal to rape white women when they take over Europe. I do not know what Donald's going to do, but the American people, the Democrats are lucky that this Democrat didn't, isn't president of the United States because there would be internment camps. And every last Muslim, I don't care, good, bad, or indifferent, they go. They go back to, the, to 80 nations that practice the Muslim faith around the world where they're wanted, where they can – Build and they can build skyscrapers and they can pr- practice their Sharia law. There aren't that many Christian nations, Judeo Christian nations. They're not going to get this one. Dedicate my life to making sure not this country. If the, if the Germans were stupid enough to elect Merkel, a freak. Little Tommy Pinko from East Berlin, communist through and through, bread, buttered, breastfed on communism. Oh, well, she would know all about it. It's her instincts. Never built anything in her life a building, a renovation, a business. A pharmaceutical company. She's been a political hack her whole life. And what do they do? They flood Europe with Islam. And what's the first thing these Islamicists did? Was it Austria Austria or Germany? They burnt one of the oldest most beautiful churches. I think it's a 500-year-old church. They burnt it to the ground. And they will continue burning it to the ground. I'm going to tell you something. Not this time. Not this time will the American cavalry come to the rescue in Europe of Europe. Europe has had a mental disorder for a hundred years, and it's time they solve their own problems. It is time we pull out of NATO. 450 million people of the middle class live in Europe. They can fund their own NATO. They have expanded NATO from eight nations to 28. It's a virus. It's pure arrogance. They say, 
with their weapons and their army and their wealth that Russia's threatening them, I'm sorry. Russia doesn't have the economy of France. Barely has the economy of France. And then there's Germany. And then there's England. And there's Spain and Italy and Australia. And on and on and on. They can pull the wool over the American people because the American people are very ill-informed. They're poorly educated. If you don't get educated, America, if you don't turn up your televisions, turn up the History Channel, turn up The Apprentice, turn up your football, and start recognizing this is 1157 for the Republic. The Democrats are going to do everything in their power to stop Donald. And they're not going to do it legislatively. They're going to do whatever they can to mind fuck us and make us think that Donald is bad and he's a bigot and he's a they're racist a and he's a homophobe. When, when, that miss, when Walters talks that way, she should be thrown the hell out of her position in government. She's fucking nuts. She wants rape of women, beheading and rape of young boys we'll say in it America. Again. Rape she, of rape, women, beheading and, of homosexuals. She is a racist and bigot against the American people. Get her out. Black, out. white, gay, straight. Out. This woman out. is an entrenched Waters, psychopath. Out. Waters, Waters needs to be thrown out. Out. So now what do you have? We're going to uh, play... Julian, I mean, no, no. no. Uh, Putin, this is great. Putin. ISIS financed from 40 countries. ISIS financed from, you're on, you got to speak. I'm talking. With your, okay. Of course you can hear me. ISIS yes. financed from 40 countries, including G20 members. So, this Gang of 20 nations, the United States, France, Austria, Australia, New Zealand, as I recall, Germany, Italy, Spain, Britain, have been financing ISIS. Let's go straight to Antalya in Turkey. President Putin is giving a news conference at the G20 summit there. Let's listen in. Ensure a return of that money and also in order to put Ukraine in a tight spot, in a tight fix, we've taken an unusual and an unexpected decision. Not only have we offered to restructure that loan, but we actually offered better conditions to Ukraine than uh, requested by the IMF. We had been requested to postpone payment until next year, and I told uh, that told them that uh, we were prepared to choose a deeper restructuring so that, that this year we would not get paid uh, back at all and next year get one billion next year to twenty seventeen to get another billion and twenty eighteen another billion but since our counterparts are confident that 
the Ukrainian government will become will be will be growing more solvent, and uh, they believe they, that there is no reason to doubt that uh, they they'll be even able to pay us back uh, three billion next year. Uh, and in that case, it is no problem to provide safeguards, to provide uh, guarantees to us, um, and we requested such guarantees either from the government uh, of the United States or the EU or some uh, one of the um, re renowned international financial institutions. Uh, we hope that this issue will be resolved uh, by December this year due to the specific timetable, uh, uh, the specific schedule of the IMF. Uh, we discussed this issue with Madame Lagarde and today uh, in passing we even discussed it with the U.S. President and the U.S. Treasurer. I can tell you that this proposal was met with interest, with, with interest, and we have agreed with our partners that in the near future we would uh, discuss its details. Indeed, if our counterparts believe that Ukraine will become will be growing more solvent, and they're trying to convince uh, us of that, that means they they believe that themselves. Uh, uh, if uh, they believe it themselves, let them provide us guarantees. And if they do not provide us guarantees, that would mean they do not believe in Ukraine's future solvency. And that, that would be bad. That would mean that they're trying to convince us. Uh, Donald is going to have fun negotiating with this man. Because these idiots like a Carrie, a Clinton, and a Obama are just empty heads. Empty heads. Gazeta newspaper. Mr. Putin, it was said a lot about, uh, about uh, Turkey's presidency being consistent with that of Russia. Uh, with regard to the previous summit in Petersburg, do you think this uh, um, consistency has been confirmed? Indeed, we've worked closely at the expert level uh, within the framework of G20 uh, to implement our uh, past proposals of St. Petersburg to prevent uh, tax evasion uh, and to prevent uh, a contraction of the taxable base. Uh, in Russia, we developed a whole set of measures and we even adopted a federal law uh, on controlled uh, foreign companies. Um, within the framework of the arrangements we had arrived at uh, in Petersburg, at the expert level, we worked uh, actively with uh, OECD representatives and we have drawn up uh, a roadmap, uh, an action plan to that end. Uh, and uh, we just uh, mentioned that now we, we are about to start to get down to implementing it. So we do see Turkey's presidency uh, as uh, consistent with ours. The same goes uh, for the issue of uh, uh, investment, especially on infrastructure projects. Television. There's been a lot of talk about Farosky. Uh, there's been a lot of talk following the latest events in Paris. Uh, there was speculation that there might be qualitative changes uh, in the relationship between Russia and the West following these recent terrorist attacks. So do you believe in that and do you see any uh, actual 
uh, evidence of that, uh, judging by your uh, latest meetings with the UK Prime Minister and the US President? Well, you know, we never rejected uh, better relations uh, with any of our partners, be that uh, in the West or in the East. Uh, uh, any action on their part uh, uh, curbing and limiting our uh, collaboration uh, have been initiated by our partners, by our counterparts, uh, not by ourselves. If our partners believe it is time to change uh, our relationship now, we have nothing against that. We never shut our doors uh, on our counterparts. Uh, it did seem to us uh, that at least at the expert level, at the level of deliberating and discussing issues, uh, we are seeing clear interest uh, in resuming uh, collaboration and joint activities on many issues, including the economy, politics, and security. And during last year's meeting, what we're going to do is, once this is over, uh, we will continue our show. I will put the TV on without volume, and the minute Wheels of Steel sees Julian on, we will cut away and simply... We will cut away, and that will be the end of what I have to say, and we will just simply uh, patch in, and you can listen to Julian Assange and be first on your block to hear it. Okay, you can... If you're able, continue. ...of G20, some said that you were a rogue state, that you were a pariah in the G20, and now you are seen as an equal partner on Syria. What has changed? Uh, do you agree with uh, these assessments? Uh, and what do you think about uh, this uh, turn of tide? Well, of course, last year I already said that our Australian counterparts had provided a very good enabling environment for joint activities. Everything was uh, very correct, uh, but probably uh, there was this uh, temptation to present it to the international community as if Russia was isolated, but this was not the case. And uh, me leaving earlier, ahead of the end of the meeting. Uh, it was a technical decision. I just didn't want to stand in line for departure. Uh, that's why I left earlier. It was a 14 flight to Moscow, so I just had to be on the first uh, jet to leave. I know the way protocol services work, uh, scheduling departure from those summits, uh, and I didn't want to wait for 13 hours before I was uh, able to leave. Otherwise, we didn't have any issues either back then or today. Even though the relations were more strained one year ago, and uh, now it is it, it's becoming palpable. But of course, life goes on. Uh, new issues and new threats and ch new challenges arise. Uh, and uh, those uh, challenges you cannot, it's difficult to address on your own, whoever you are. You need to join efforts. Rian Novosti News Agency, I would like to go back to the issue of terrorism. Over the past uh, m few months, uh, there's been a series of tragic events all over the world. Uh, explosions in Baghdad, uh, uh, attempted uh, terrorist attacks in, in Istanbul, the crash of the Russian jet, even though there's been no final conclusion, but all experts agree that you can't rule out a terrorist attack. And now these latest uh, uh, harrowing terrorist attacks in Paris. France has launched a massive offensive in Syria. 
every leader at any multilateral uh, meeting or any press appearance uh, spoke of the necessity to join forces. Uh, do you think it would be possible to form a, a, a common anti-terrorism coalition? And what would it look like? What, it, what, what its parameters? Uh, what uh, would it be about? I don't only believe it would be possible. I think it, it is also necessary to form such a coalition. And I spoke of that uh, at the 70th uh, session of the UN General Assembly dedicated to, to, the, to the 70th anniversary since the establishment of the organization. And the following, uh, the most recent tragic events have only proved us right. As for how this coalition should look like, um, it's really nothing complicated. Um, uh, we would need to start some actual joint uh, activities, the joint operations uh, uh, on combating terrorism. We have offered uh, cooperation in fighting ISIS. Unfortunately, our American partners initially uh, refused us. They actually forwarded us a written uh, statement saying they were turning down our proposal. But indeed, life goes on, and uh, very rapidly so. How long is the John Kerry piece? Okay. Uh, I think it's important to understand that Putin absolutely wanted to work with the West, with the G20, with the United Nations against Islamic State. But now it's been leaked. And now we understand that it was Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama who created ISIS. What they laughed about the JV team, they funded it. Saudi Arabia gave the money. We funded the armaments. Ambassador Stevens was involved in the funding of, with armaments to ISIS, Al-Qaeda. Was, it was the CIA who was involved in the operation. These were CIA operations start to finish. They created a complete disinformation campaign on the American people. This should never happen. That's why the CIA cannot be trusted. It's a rogue operation. It should be defunded. Legitimate people at the CIA should be given legitimate jobs in government, and illegitimate people should be walking the halls for the rest of their lives. An old CIA term. You screw up, you don't get fired. These are government career jobs. But they have no desk. They just walk around, shoot the breeze. It's sort of like being a teacher in New York. When you get bumped out of a classroom, you still have to appear every day at what they call a rubber room. They have about a half a dozen all over New York where teachers just go read the newspapers, have to sign in, and spend eight hours. There have been teachers in the rubber room for three years. That's the power of a union. That's the power of the CIA. They're hall walkers. They all need to walk the halls of the Pentagon, the State Department. No job, no title, no duty anymore. This is an entity that has completely become out of control to the point where they've destabilized the American government. They're involved in Sharia. They're using Sharia soldiers as they did with 9-11 and as they continue to do to destabilize the West, to suck the finances out of the United States, and the American people are hoodwinked.
bound, gagged, and bent over. When the CIA, that has no business whatsoever in the United States, they are a foreign operation, a foreign corporation, and they're supposed to be the president's foreign eyes and ears. Well, now they're involved in destabilizing the electoral process, calling in to doubt Donald Trump over a bullshit charge. Look, it was their bullshit story about Operation Grizzly Paw. It only lasted for a day. That the Vermont electrical power grid had been hacked. Those were the headlines, and the Washington Post was tapped to come forward and say within 24 hours that it was bullshit. It couldn't be confirmed. The American people deserve not to live in this world of propaganda wars, this disinformation game. All right, let's hear Carrie. By all means. Sure. That's talent. Now, you're not going to believe this one. Really? That uh, the Muslims, where the hell is it? Oh, okay. Recently, President Barack sheerheaded the UN resolution effectively declaring Jerusalem, no, jihadists in Christianity's holiest site, the Temple Mount. Church of the Holy... Say it again because the people who listened beeped the phone and didn't like what the we were Temple saying. The Temple Mount, Church of the Holy S-E-P-U... Sepulchre. The Western Wall, Israel accompanied... Uh, uh, Occupies. ...territory belongs to Palestine. Now Muslims are demanding Jews and Christians stop referring to the site by its historic Jewish name, the Mount Temple. Temple now, Mount is where Solomon's the right, second temple they, was. Now they want They want you to call it what the hell? They, they want you the to call it H A R A M A L S H A R I F. The fuck Sharif. we will. That's right. Fuck we will. That's right. Not a prayer. And when DJT's in power, we'll show you what it looks like to rock the really? Casbah. Really? Okay. Do you hear what he just said? Here's Dick. Here's you just John Kerry. Once in your life, just do the fucking news. All right. No, no, no. No. I'm going to do... No, I'm going to do the fucking news. No. Here is the fucking news. Hello, everyone. I am Sue Schultz, and welcome to the Epic News, bringing you the most important and noticed news by mainstream and alternative media. No political bias, no corporate grasp, just the news as they should be. On today's segment, there is a leaked audio tape that reveals a conversation of U.S. Secretary lying scum John Kerry with some Syrians. Before I talk about it, let's see a small segment on RT. Closed-door comments by U.S. Secretary of State John Kerry reveal much about U.S. involvement in Syrian crisis. Dr. Jamal Wakim, professor of history and international relations at Lebanese University in Beirut, told RT, The New York Times acquired the tape conversation between the U.S. Secretary of State and two dozen Syrian civilians from education, rescue, and medical groups working in rebel-held areas during a meeting on the sidelines of the United Nations General Assembly. The leaked recording reveals how angry John Kerry really is about being unable to topple President Bashar Assad by military means. Quote, I've argued for use of force. I stood up. I'm the guy who stood up and announced we're going to attack Assad because of the weapons. And then you know things evolved into a different process. End quote. The Secretary of State said in the tape, he told the civilians that you have nobody more frustrated than we are, the U.S., that the 
Syrian issue is now being solved diplomatically. Kerry also warned the Syrians, who sounded clearly unhappy with Washington's contribution, that attempts to intervene militarily or provide more support to the rebels by the U.S. may have a reverse effect. The problem is that, you know, you get, quote, enforcers in there and then everybody ups the answer, right? Russia puts in more, Iran puts in more, Hezbollah is there more, and Nusra is more. And Saudi Arabia and Turkey put all their surrogate money in and you all are destroyed, the diplomat explained. Okay, so now let's take a look at the conversation that RT had with Dr. Jamal Wakim, professor of history and international relations at Lebanese University in Beirut. RT, what do you think this conversation shows? Dr. Jamal Wakim, I believe that this proves that the U.S. was involved in the Syrian crisis since its onset and that it was collaborating with the so-called insurgents in order to topple the Syrian regime. In addition, it proves that the Syrian crisis had its regional and international dimension since the beginning and it wasn't a revolution against an illegitimate regime as the West claimed at one point. In addition, I believe that it also proves that the Obama administration didn't give priority to peaceful and political solutions for the Syrian crisis. But it used this as an alternative to its inability to use force when it was confronted by a steadfast position by Russia, who refused to be dragged into another trick by the U.S. similar to what happened in Libya and toppled the Syrian regime. I believe that the Russians are aware of the fact that the war in Syria is a war by proxy directed against them and against their ally China. It is part of a bigger plan by the U.S. to block Eurasia from having access to the maritime trade routes. In addition, I believe there was a mentioning of the presence of the representatives of the NGOs operating in insurgent territories. And this proves also that the U.S. was using these NGOs as a tool of soft power in order to topple the Syrian regime. RT. The conversation happened a few days after the U.S.-Russia brokered ceasefire in Syria ended. How possible it is to pursue diplomacy when one side doesn't seem to believe in it? Dr. Jamal Wakim, I believe that the faction that was trying to strike a political deal with Russians over Syria was a minority in the Obama administration. It was hindered by the hawks in the U.S., mainly the Pentagon and the military. I didn't believe that there would be a political breakthrough during the Obama administration, because this administration is already expired. We need to wait for the next president of the U.S. to take power. And the hawks in the U.S. and also in Saudi Arabia and Turkey believe that the next president will be more hawkish than Obama and will take more confrontational steps with Russians. And this is why they hindered any attempt by John Kerry to strike a deal or impose a truce in Aleppo. Maybe they wanted for the truth to be like a breathing space for the opposition or for the insurgents, but they didn't want it to be a first step towards a political solution. And I believe that in order to talk about the political solution, we need to wait for at least another year. RT. Separately, British Foreign Secretary Boris Johnson told the Sun newspaper that, following Moscow's policy in Syria, people now believe that Russia is in danger of becoming a pariah nation. Who are these people he's referring to, do you think? Dr. Jamal Wakim. He is talking about himself, about the American administration, about the military-industrial complex in the U.S., and about the oligarchy that is trying to impose a world order that would work for its own benefits. We need to admit that the essence of the war in Syria, in Ukraine, in Yemen, in South China Sea, is a part of a global American strategy to block Eurasia from having access to the maritime trade routes. And this was mentioned not only during the Obama administration, but also it was mentioned by former scholars. It is part
part of a consistent strategy since the late 19th century to block any land power from having access to maritime trade routes, and this explains the policy of containment during the Cold War and later on the strategy of Zbigniew Brzezinski, the former National Security Advisor for Jimmy Carter and other geopolitical thinkers of the U.S. So, when Boris Johnson says that he is admitting that the essence of confrontation is not between the West and Syria or between insurgents or Assad regime, but it is between the West and Eurasia. So that was the piece by RT, and I think that Dr. Joachim has the correct view of the situation. That's the reason that I read it to you. Now to us. Let's cut through the political correctness that has plagued the Western world and diplomatic way of expressing what is really going on. U.S. General Wesley Clark has already told about this back on 2007. I am going to put a link in the description box below of the U.S. plans in Middle East invading seven countries in five years, as is explained by General Wesley Clark. One of the big problems with people today, they forget very easily important parts that are needed in order to maintain a truthful, transparent worldview about the current events. This is one of them. Parts like these give us the ability to cut through the misinformation circling around the alternative media on the internet. My point is that US is there for the same reasons they were in the Middle East, as General Wesley said in his interview by Democracy Today. Oil, oil, oil. Plus the Greater Israel Project also, so rebels can have oil, sell at half price, thus forcing Russia to... That was democracy now with Amy Goodman. That gave a serious blow on Russia's economy that has almost halved its monthly salaries in yearly 2016, as I have mentioned in more detail in one of my previous videos. So US is trying to hit Russia economically, so Russia at some point withdraws from Syria, and then the US government will be able to do to Assad what they did to Gaddafi. I will sidetrack for a bit because this is really important. When the leaked audio tape was released, the Zionist-owned mainstream media were all over it to present it as their masters have told them to do. For example, the Zionist-owned New York Times took the tape and twisted it as they wanted to, making John Kerry the good guy that wants supposedly the good of the Syrian people. It's full of misinformation and has posted the half-statements of Kerry or the explanation that New York Times gives is twisted. Out of 40 minutes, leaked tape the combination time that New York Times posted in the article of the tape is around 3 minutes. Yes, 3 minutes. They posted several seconds of the tape in 8 pieces through the article. 8 pieces adding to total 3 minutes out of 40 minutes. On other neutral subjects, they are okay. But in politics, or in this one, they're not. They try to spin the narrative that Kerry and US are fighting for the common good and the Syrian people. If that was true, Kerry wouldn't be the warmongering lobbyist that he is. If that was true, US would leave the fuck alone Syria. We all know they won't though. They are there for the reason I just mentioned, so for the long run, and this leaked audio tape is another brief evidence adding to that wall. What amazes me is the fact that the first two pages of the Google search were all, they were all supposedly alternative media sources, but they all said the same damn exact thing about the leaked audio that New York Times was saying. Half of those sources just copy-pasted parts of the New York Times article or just copy-pasted various statements. None of those sources tried to find the tape and present the facts of the leaked audio. No one of the first two pages. They either linked to NYT's article or copy-pasted Gary's statements. This is the internet, so there is no way they weren't able to find the leaked audio. I found it. Why the hell they didn't? That's a lazy, supposedly alternative media for you. That's why Fake I news. 
fight back the misinformation, laziness, and they've always been the fake news. We just didn't know any better. Mainstream media is a circus show full of treacherous sellouts. The tape I found has a terrible audio, but still, one can hear things with a headset and the volume and max. To me, it's unacceptable that they didn't sound the audio. They didn't listen to it. So how the fuck do they know that NYT was saying the truth? I found it, listened to it, although it was in a bad recording quality, and I can tell you that these mainstream media and NYT and all these supposedly alternative media, they're full of shit. That's why I presented the artist piece to you, because Dr. Jamal Wakim is hands down the most accurate interpretation of that leaked audio tape. Tell me what you think about it. Is John Kerry honestly trying to solve the mess in Syria, or is he a lying wolf in sheep clothing? Thank you for watching, and thank you, a big thank you, to my new subscribers for joining the news revolution. It's an uphill road fighting all this misinformation in YouTube. Also, because I'm fighting YouTube itself, demonetizing my videos, but I don't care. I really don't. If I These guys are great. Uh, the entire John Kerry video audio is on the blog that's at www.propagandaearth.store while we have a moment or two sean hannity is on we're just looking at it and waiting for julian to appear and then we will cut away from this from our show and play from my talking and play for you the julian assange pieces the entire carry uh, is up at our website. These men are heroes for exposing this plan that the CIA performed with their agenda, Global 2000, to bring the population of this planet down to 580 million by hook, crook, famine, starvation, virus, infestation, AIDS, Zika, nuclear attack, whatever it takes. This is what the globalists believe. Well, the there is something more, more, than, more than sinister taking place in America. There's joy in there. A severely disabled U.S. woman gets sexually assaulted by a so-called uh, refuge named Muhammad. Yeah, Muhammad. And the chilling... Media blackout goes into effect. No one's talking about this. Why is that, gang? Wake up, America. I don't know what to tell you. A refugee nearly arrived from Somalia has been tried and convicted for attempting to sexually assault a special needed woman. In the outcome of the election, you didn't think Donald Trump was going to win. I didn't think Donald Trump would win. I thought the, uh, you know, the establishment, for one of a better word, uh, would see Hillary Clinton losing, uh, and then would pile in more money and more energy in various TV networks <laughs> on her side and make sure that she won. Uh, I think that analysis was still correct, but it missed something fundamental, uh, which is that. The amount of investment to the Hillary Clinton campaign was in proportion to the degree uh, that the establishment thought that she would lose. Uh, and she was aggressively pro projecting that she would be the inevitable winner and was above, you know, five, ten points in the opinion polling. So she only got a, uh, a billion and a half.
directed into her campaign. Uh, if they thought she was going to lose, uh, maybe she would have gotten fired for them. We'd, we'd see a different result. It's very interesting post-election, and it didn't even really happen immediately, but the narrative has begun that, in fact, the U.S. government is accusing WikiLeaks of having received materials from Russia and Russia's cyber criminals with a political agenda of influencing the election. And obviously they're talking not just about the John Podesta emails, the DNC emails, but in other ways. I've asked you before, I'll ask you again today, did Russia give you this information or anybody associated with Russia? Uh, our source is not a state party. So uh, the answer for our interactions is no. Uh, but if we look at the most recent statement by the US government, which is on the 29th of December, okay, we had uh, five different uh, branches of government, Treasury, DHS, FBI, White House, uh, uh, presenting uh, their accusations uh, to underpin uh, Obama's uh, throwing out 35 Russian diplomats. What was missing from all of those statements? Uh, the word WikiLeaks. That's very strange. Uh, now, my interpretation is that there's either, uh, not surprisingly, a problem they feel uh, with the evidence as far as WikiLeaks is concerned. Well, James Clapper said, we don't know how WikiLeaks got this information. We don't know when uh, WikiLeaks got this information. But uh, let's imagine that they are saying, okay, uh, the problem here is that WikiLeaks published information. Uh, well, what, are, what are they saying? Uh, WikiLeaks published true information uh, that the American public read. That information was the words of Hillary Clinton uh, and her campaign manager, John Podesta, and other people in her campaign. Uh, and the American public read that information, true information, uh, and said, we don't like these people. Uh, and then. Uh, voted accordingly. But that is not sustainable. So what they want to do instead is conflate our publication of true information uh, with, say, uh, hacking, or rather alleged hacking, of US uh, vote counting machines. Uh, and even Obama has had to admit that there has been no hacking of US vote no counting evidence machines. That. So, but uh, the main focus for most Americans, they are being told by Hillary Clinton's campaign, by the President of the United States. There are the Department of Homeland Security, the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, etc. That in fact, WikiLeaks in, was working with the Russian government to influence the election. Is that true in any way, shape, matter, or form? No, that's absolutely false. And if you read their statements carefully, you'll see they don't actually say that. Uh, they kind of mentioned one fact here and one fact there and nothing else. Uh, in the uh, most up-to-date information on the 29th of December, uh, where the FBI, DHS, White House, etc., made a statement, what is completely absent from all those statements is WikiLeaks. Totally absent. Uh, so what's going on? Well, I believe two things are going on. Uh, number one, uh, they don't have the evidence that uh, WikiLeaks is involved in that way. Uh, now, why am I confident about that? Well, because there is one person in the world, uh, and I think it's actually only one, who knows exactly what is going on uh, with our publications, uh, and that's me.
Can you say to the American people unequivocally that you did not get this information about the DNC, John Podesta's emails? Can you tell the American people a thousand percent you did not get it from Russia or yes. anybody associated with Russia? We, we can say, um, we have said uh, repeatedly uh, over the last two months uh, that our source uh, is not the Russian government uh, and it is not state parties. There was one report in the Daily Mail that suggested somebody that you are friendly with actually was handed the documents at American University in a wooded area the by a disgruntled Democrat who felt betrayed because the, the revelations showed that Bernie Sanders had been betrayed and they didn't like the corruption of the Clinton Foundation. Can you confirm or deny that? Is that story well, true? Well, that statement came from Craig Murray. Uh, he, uh, friend of yours? Friend of mine. He's been, been here several times. But uh, WikiLeaks is a source protection organization. Uh, we are famous for never having uh, exposed one of our sources over 10 years. That's why sources trust us uh, and they come to us. Uh, so I can't comment uh, on other people's statements uh, about our sources, uh, except to say uh, what we have said, uh, which is that our sources uh, are not... For regular listeners of this show, we have told you it was Craig Merry. Ambassador Merry has come on. We had him on this show. We had the video on the show. It is on our blog, PropagandaEarth.store. The man made it clear. He picked it up. There's a, a, a radio guy on WBAI, uh, which is a mutual friend, uh, who, was, who wanted to come and see me to see if I would set up a radio show on WBAI, uh, but he didn't. He did come to London, but he didn't meet with me. So if the U.S. government is accusing WikiLeaks of having received these materials from Russia, and you say it's false, it did not come from Russia, and the President of the United States is advancing the narrative. Is the President of the United States lying to the American people? Yeah, right. Yep. Well, he, he's acting like a lawyer. Uh, if you look at most of his statements, uh, he doesn't say that. He doesn't say uh, WikiLeaks obtained its information from Russia. No more lawyers. Shoot them all. No more lawyers as presidents. He, he, Turkey ambassador says, Prime Minister of Turkey Erdogan says, Obama isn't doing shit to, to fight ISIS. Why would he? He's funded them. Obama's a traitor. He is ISIS. He is the head of ISIS. Did it have a lot of influence? Uh, statistic, statistically, yes. It it's, uh, uh, was the number one topic on Facebook throughout October. It's the number one topic uh, on Twitter, political topic, uh, also throughout October. Um, did it change the outcome? Uh, who knows? It's, it's absolutely impossible to tell. If it did, the accusation is that the true statements of Hillary Clinton and her campaign manager, John Podesta, uh, and the DNC uh, head, Debbie Washington Schultz, their true statements is what changed the election. 
What is, how do you view yourself? Are you Listen to this. The true statements when the curtain was pulled away and these scumbags were revealed, the American people woke up. Oh, so McCain's all upset with WikiLeaks? Fuck McCain. Fuck McCain. They went forward with a story on his taxes. Is there any difference? Uh, there, is, there is a difference, which is our material is better presented, uh, less intermediation. Uh, the public responded to it uh, more uh, than the New York Times. But uh, the editor of the New York Times, he has come out uh, and said uh, that he would do the same thing as WikiLeaks. Mm-hmm. If they had obtained that information, they would publish it. Now, unfortunately, uh, I don't believe that is true. Uh, I Bravo. Selectively, maybe published just a bit here and a bit there. Bravo. Not have done what we did, uh, which is present the American public uh, everything, everything that we knew, uh, warts and all. If WikiLeaks had information, why not? About Debbie Wasserman Schultz uh, helping to rig the primary uh, with Bernie Sanders, and we withheld that information until after the election. That would be a, uh, and that's what the Dems would have done. That's what the that's right, unconscionable. But the media does it all the time. Do happen, but not with this organization. Bravo. In 2015, the Chinese stole millions of personal documents, classified. A billion of Yahoo! A billion! Where's the outrage? A billion! Where's the outrage that Yahoo kept it quiet for three years while they were trying to be sold? What's your interpretation of that? It's exactly what it's designed to do. If you look at what the allegations are, they don't mention WikiLeaks for the 29th. They don't mention our publications. Our publications had one... Agit propaganda designed to discredit Donald, DJT. Agit prop operation, CIA run, Democrat run. A dramatic response. Well, the reason is obvious. They're trying to delegitimize the Trump administration as it goes into the White House. They're going to try. They are trying to say that President-elect Trump is not a legitimate. Legitimately elected president. But your information. You watch. They will. Seize on this and harp on it uh, for the next fi- next four years. We'll repeat it over and over and over. It's pathetic. Uh, Destroy the Democrat Party from inside. That's what they're doing. I think it's a stupid maneuver. It's the same reason why they lost the election. Which is bingo. A failed elitist wealthy party pretending like they're the party of the people. But they're not strategic. A little comment by Trump here and here and there, for example, or this this attempt to say that that how outrageous it is that the American public received true information before an election. That oh, it's an outrage. They want as much true information. That there's gambling going on here. Information you had was about Donald Trump and his campaign. Would you have equally released? Damn straight. You're talking to a hero. Just think about it from our perspective. We've we've won a a lot of media awards. You sure have. uh, Of our sources, we have the unimpeachable trust. Uh, Well, this is an important.
one point. Ten years, not one evidence where you've been proven wrong. Well, not even not even one sustained allegation. Ten years. Uh, we have a perfect record in relation to authentic New York Times is every other day. Restating facts. What else do we have retracting. There's no sources coming out through other journalists. Say, for example, they can still keep their anonymity. There's no sources coming out and saying, we gave WikiLeaks all this information about uh, Donald Trump or President Z or, or Vladimir Putin. And this man in home confinement for six years. Has come out and, and said that. If they did, that would hurt our reputation. Uh, for trust, uh, for our sources. I know you want to protect your sources, and you, when you first told me on my radio show that it was not Russia, you said so reluctantly. Can I ask, take it one step further, can you say that the source was within the United States? I don't want to constrain... It's not fair. Whether it's it's not fair, Sean. In the DNC, in the service providers uh, that provides the DNC, or outside, etc. I think we have already pushed it quite a lot. Uh, Absolutely. More than you would like. More than we would like. Yeah, there's a dead man. His name is Seth Rich. That was necessary. John Ash. Andrew Breitbart. There was an, uh, a serious attempt to distract uh, from the content of our publications with this Russian narrative. Uh, now, our sources are interested in two things. Uh, they're interested in Safety. protecting their identity. Exactly. Also not going through all that effort uh, and risk to themselves. Their lives, uh, their career. Only to have the publication undermined. Then what That's do you right. think of the President of the United States and Donald Trump may, in the next 24 to 48 hours, contradict yeah. with, with whatever information he's teasing that he does have? But he made a decision to expel 35 Russian diplomats. Uh, Donald Trump didn't. You're talking about Bush. Uh, you're talking about Obama. You're confused, Sean. President Putin responded by inviting children to a Christmas party and said he will wait to deal with the new president. What do you? Why would the president? You meant that Russia did not you meant this information. Obama. He is very closely suggesting that, in fact, they did. And he's wrong. So my question is, does he know he's wrong? And from your perspective, he has to know. He's playing games. He's playing games. He's playing games. He's dishonest. Fair? Is he lying to the he's American people? He's acting like a lawyer instead of being honest. Come on, Sean. Uh, Stop the name calling. By trying to suggest that, that Russia, quote, hacked the election, unquote. Uh, pretending that what's going on here is Russia hacking voting machines. Uh, exactly. No evidence, then uh, saying without suggesting without saying uh, that uh, the word is manipulate, not hack, but it leaves the innuendo. It's very disgusting, and we should never have a lawyer again as a president. They're a member of a British association. The bar is a British association. More of my exclusive sit-down interview with WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange up next. I'll ask Kim. Now we're going to play the the commercials because 
Sean Hannity's show has every right to get his funding. It would be totally unethical. No. I want to play the commercials. It's ethical. Pain does not care about your plans. Arthritis doesn't care about your garden. Or your motorcycle ride. Pain doesn't care how young you feel right now. Don't let We've been telling you for almost a month. Ambassador Craig Mary made it very clear. He picked up the jump drives from an unnamed individual in a, in a wooded area by American University in Washington, D.C., and delivered it by hand to Julian Assange. These were inside American patriots. And at least one and maybe two have paid with their life. Salam Aleichem. Salam Aleichem. Yeah. I am one of them. I'm a Muslim. And I lived in a Muslim country. And heard the call of the Azan at the break of dawn. I have known Islam on three continents before coming to the region where it was first revealed. That experience guides my conviction. You're absolutely right that John McCain has not uh, talked about... And the American people, by our media, were never told that he's a Muslim and were never explained that Muslims believe that Sharia trumps the American Constitution. In 2007, Infrastructure 
of the russian civilian and military intelligence but they don't give any proof positive that they give the wiring on a five page description of some of the tools that they allege that the russian state uses the rest is just fairly boring security recommendations on the top there is a disclaimer saying nothing I'm going to ask you about that guarantee that any of this information is accurate right it's a yes so if you it's just you're looking at I used to be a computer security expert that was my my job this is a bad report and you look in the in the rest of the computer security community you'll see dozens of other computer security experts in the United States absolutely not all my life I've had to listen to these disclaimers in the in the nutrition and pharmaceutical industry and we should believe nothing when they have to give a disclaimer like this this is just pure propaganda to prop up a moribund freak president this is how far down the rabbit hole we've gone this is complete propaganda used against the American people by these hand-appointed people of Obama in the CIA and the director of intelligence Clapper this is disgusting and this is when propaganda that we've used all over the world now comes home to roost good for the goose good for the gander we've screwed the world for 50 years with propaganda from the CIA and the military and now it's being used against us man is it dangerous infiltrating the electricity grid and it was completely bogus that was bogus but there's another side of this which is I think pretty fascinating that is that Hillary Rodham Clinton had a private server at a mom-and-pop shop in a bathroom closet that I would argue make and other lawyers would make arguments that it was illegal for her to have from what we understand the Podesta emails were hacked through a phishing scheme where it said such an outrage and he did so. so we More on Podesta. A number of hacks of the DNC uh, and Podesta, based on the publicly available information, this is not something coming uh, from our sources, uh, we published as part of our policy of full disclosure, not interfering with right. the material, we published the, uh, several Podesta emails which shows uh, Podesta uh, responding to a phishing email. Now, how did they respond? Uh, Podesta gave out uh, that his password was the word password. Mm. Uh, his uh, own staff said, this email that you've received, uh, this is totally legitimate. So, so this is something a 14-year-old kid, a 14-year-old kid uh, could have hacked uh, it on Podesta that. that way. In relation to computer security and uh, Hillary Clinton's uh, security, those Secretary of State emails uh, if, if you read closely FBI reports and the emails that we released related to Hillary Clinton, you'll see uh, uh, Aberdeen uh, had access to them, a variety of technicians at this uh, very small IT company 
had access to them. They were shipped through the post uh, uh, in a laptop. Uh, she had uh, uh, over a dozen different devices keyed in uh, to have access to them, her iPad, etc. She made almost no attempt uh, to keep them secure from state. Now, uh, was she trying to keep them secure from the Republicans? Well, probably. But in, in terms of uh, well, foreign states, almost no attempt. The reason we have these laws, though, are for transparency. And she wanted to avoid congressional oversight. Absolutely. absolutely. That's absolutely my interpretation as well. Now, WikiLeaks uh, has been a very strong proponent of the Freedom of Information Act. This is probably actually, if you think about it, probably against our interests as, as a publisher. Uh, but we believe that people have the right to know true information about what the government is doing. Uh, total truth. Not in this world today, total truth. If it doesn't stand the smell test, the transparency test, we don't need it. No need. No more spies. No more secrecy. No more deep state. And coming up, WikiLeaks exposed how the mainstream media was colluding with the Clinton campaign during the 2016 election. I'll ask Julian Assange about that next, that and more, tonight on Hannity. So, Mr. Harris, we have your fingerprint on the safe, a photo of you opening the safe, a post using the hashtag, just robbed the safe. So, what are we supposed to think? Switching to Geico could save you a bunch of money on car insurance. Well, you're going to love this. Isn't it great when liberals are the ones who have to suffer the consequences of their own stupidity? Muslim immigrants flood in next to George Clooney's $10 million Italian villa. Oh, well. We'll see. <laughs> Let's see if he opens his doors to them. It's a it's a great story. Hillary Clinton used a private server because she created the most egregious, disgusting, whore operation in the State Department, and that was a hundred percent pay for play. She signs off on every trade deal, every uranium, Justra, Podesta's brother involved. With Justra. Billions have gone to the Clinton Foundation with the expectation of quid pro quo. What are we, stupid? And she could run her side, her side gig, her side hustle, the way they call Uber, get your side hustle on. Hillary Clinton had her own side hustle at the State Department. And that was called, nothing goes to me until I see the J-O-B money right in my bank account at the Clinton Foundation. I said in my country, Julian, that journalism is dead. I said it in 2008 because I was, in, I was investigating Barack Obama and his backgrounds. 
and his associations and his career and his lack of knowledge and his radical belief system. And everybody in the media ignored a lot of it. So my question to you then is, now knowing what WikiLeaks revealed about the Podesta emails on Clinton corruption, on pay to play, on Bernie Sanders being cheated, all of this is revealed, not a lot of it was covered. So what does that say to the American people about media coverage in America? Dishonest? It's very dishonest. Bernie wasn't cheated. The American people were cheated who voted for Bernie. If you, if you look at what we published in the... If, they, if they're colluding with Hillary, that's not corrupt. It's an ethical corruption. Uh, they're not identifying it to their audiences. They claim that they're objective journalists. It's, it's ethically corrupt. Corrupt by... The corruption also means something in law, which is that you're taking money in exchange. Okay. So, so I don't think that... Collusion. They're colluding, yeah. Okay. Because they share her political agenda. Well, why else would they collude? Or they hate Donald Trump? I think that's an optimistic interpretation, that they share the political agenda. Well, explain that. It's more like, you rub my back, I'll rub yours. I'll give you... You know, I'll give you... It's the New World Order. They're insiders. Um, I'll, I'll invite you to my... Dinner parties. Or an party. Or, do you know what I mean? It's, we or, go to or a state dinner. Yeah. So I think it's more... Sadly... I think it's longer but, but I That's how cheaply these whores can be bought. Go back to this media question. What is the line now uh, in the New York Times, um, MSNBC? Okay. The line is that WikiLeaks changed the result of the election. Okay. And as editor of WikiLeaks, we're quite happy to have the credit. Uh, for uh, exposing uh, the corruption and behavior that was occurring in that Clinton team uh, and the DNC fixing things relation to Bernie Sanders, we're quite happy to accept that. Was question. that your motivation? Was your motivation to influence the election? Or do you, is your motivation, what is your motivation? Is it fidelity to truth? My motivation for maybe 20 years, but 10 years, 10 years with WikiLeaks has been to publish true information that is otherwise unsayable. So we're not in competition, if you like. You have no political agenda. That is a political agenda. We have no government corruption. It's not a party political agenda. It is a, it's a philosophical agenda. We believe uh, that the people have the right to know is open. A government that is scrutinized by the people uh, when they have true information about how governments and major corporations, other power actors in society actually behave. Let me ask this. As a conservative, one of the things that shocked me about the revelations with WikiLeaks in this election cycle, it drove me crazy for years. The narrative that would be used by the Democrats about conservatives like myself as Republicans are racist, that they're sexist, that they're homophobic, that they're misogynistic, Islamophobic, xenophobic, all those, all those lines are used. And what was fascinating, and not many people wanted to pay attention to it, and I think that's because of the media collusion, is they were exposed as using racial language, being anti-Semitic, homophobic, which led to, on the eve of this Democratic convention, Debbie Wasserman Schultz being fired. That, to me, was the type of thing that you, be, if you sort of like open a window and things are not often the way they appear. 
is this now a new reality going forward in terms of if the media is not going to do their job, there are going to be more WikiLeaks in the future? Well, I certainly hope so. And coming up, over the years, right on. has released classified documents generating major controversy. We'll explore that and much more right here tonight on Hannity. Afoot and lighthearted, I take to the open road. Healthy, free, the world before me, the long brown path before me, leading wherever I choose. The east and the west are mine. We're going to keep the commercial break in the background. Sean Hannity and Fox are entitled to this being played. This is complete breakthrough news. This is why WikiLeaks exists. This is why people need to send them money. Everyone listening, one less croissant tomorrow, one less cup of coffee, cut your, sh- your chai tea latte and just make it a green tea. Send them 10 bucks a month, $20 a month. They are heroes. Julian Assange has lived under death threat. They've trumped up this sex charge in Scandinavia that he would like to fight. But he knows that the minute he walks outside, the British government will arrest him and turn him over to the Americans. Hillary wants his head on a platter. You're listening to Propaganda.Earth. This show will be at PropagandaEarth.store. Please support the store. While you support this diet program on Fox, support the probiotics for your blood type. It's a revolution in wellness. Pre-probiotic blend for blood types O, A, B and AB, four different probiotic blends, and the most extraordinary, sumptuous, lovely, sattvic, soothing tea. One for each blood type. Sip right for your type. Please support it. A $50 order, and we ship for free. Give us a ring. Send us an email. Info at propaganda.org. Tell us how much you like it. We'll post your comments up on the health blog. Order it on a monthly basis. Give us permission to hit the card. Send us an email when you want us to stop. We will stop. We stand on our reputation for excellence. Winter calls for weather tech. 
Liberty Mutual stood with me when I was too busy with the kids to get a repair estimate. Liberty did what? Yeah, with Liberty Mutual, all I needed to do to get an estimate was snap a photo of the damage and voila. Voila. I wish my insurance company had that. Wait, hold it, hold it, hold it, boys. Let's be three of you. Where's your brother? Where's your brother? Hey, where's Charlie? You could leave worry behind when Liberty stands with you. Liberty stands with you. Liberty Mutual Insurance. And welcome back to Hannity. So in 2006, Julian Assange founded the group WikiLeaks, and in the years following, he created international controversy and outrage for releasing hundreds of thousands of classified U.S. government documents. Now many, including myself at the time, had criticized him for doing this, and during our sit-down interview, I asked Assange where WikiLeaks draws the line. Take a look. I, and I've told you this before, when you first came on the scene in 2010, I was concerned you were waging war against the U.S. I actually found, I have a comment that I made back in November of 2010, and I said, um, you know, that other people might be this classified information, releasing classified information, my concern and classified documents, could put American lives at risk. That was my concern. So this is what, in the meantime, what you released at that time, the standard operating procedures for Camp Delta, the U.S. Army detention uh, camp at Gitmo. You released a classified video of a series of attacks in Baghdad by a U.S. helicopter that, by the way, killed, killed, killed 12 people and two journalists. Um, you also released the Afghanistan war logs. You released the Iraqi war logs. You released U.S. diplomatic cables in November of 2010, the Guantanamo files. You released uh, more U.S. diplomatic cables, released the Syria files that leading up to this. My, my, here's my question about this, because I come to believe that you've done two things that have been extraordinarily helpful to the United States, and, and I think journalism in a way. One is you showed us that we do not have cybersecurity. You acknowledge that. And two, I think in this election in particular, you exposed a level of corruption that I, for 30 years on the radio as a conservative, knew existed, and I was shocked at the level of corruption, duplicity, dishonesty, manipulation. So there's a lot of good here. Where does the line, where's a line for you? In other words, if lives are in jeopardy, is that a line? Privacy for individuals, is that a line? If you were to be handed information about a, a private citizen, a Hollywood actor. Well, that, let's, let's look at the practice. As editor of WikiLeaks, uh, I'm very proud of three things. Uh, number one, uh, we've never got it wrong in terms of what we say uh, a document is, it is. What you, what you have printed, what you have revealed yeah. has never been, never, never, never been shown to be fake and not even is there any outstanding allegations. Okay. Okay. Uh, number two, we have never revealed one of our sources, ever. Okay. So that's a Today you can reveal the source of, of, of the Podesta email. That would, be, that would make a lot of news. Yeah, and that would be the end of WikiLeaks. Good for you, Julian. That's, and you don't like to say that. We have, in the past, occasional particular issues where we think that, you know, uh, there's a distraction from the publication. Exactly. Total distraction. Distance ourselves from it and, and prevent 
prevent a vacuum, basically, being fueled by any old rubbish. Okay, so... By the, di the dead, moribund dinosaur uh, fossil media. There's not a single instance of anyone coming to physical harm as a result of our publication. Let me ask you, have you made conscious decisions as the founder and editor to withhold information because you, you, would, you thought the release of such information would result in somebody's death? Uh, in other words, means no, methods. Where, where, the, where we, we thought there, there was a, a, a significant risk. You're very conscious of that. Yeah. We're, that's we're a, conscious that's of an that. ethical standard for you. Yes, and so, but we're always transparent about it. Okay. You'll say that you're not. We say, we say uh, we're withholding this piece of information for a limited time until such time as we think uh, that there's not a significant risk that someone might face retribution. We're totally transparent about it. So unlike other media organizations, you just see huge reductions with no explanation as to why what has been, uh, why uh, that information has been redacted or being withheld. And I can tell you that I know from practice, having, having dealt with more than 110 different media organizations and collaborative partnerships, uh, that very often information is withheld for political reasons and it is then passed off that it is being withheld uh, in order to uh, protect individuals. Uh, so it's redactions are deeply corrupting. Uh, and we are fighting to set a new standard. You're describing the New York Times. You're describing yeah. ABC, NBC, CBS, Politico. You're describing the mainstream media in America. These, uh, uh, when the president picks up the phone and talks to the editor-in-chief of the Washington Post and says, sit on it.
from the family of America's longest lasting pickups has the power to light yes. up every holiday. We said we are pirating this uh, audio file right from a live uh, presentation. It's remarkable that Sean Hannity was in London and at the embassy, and he uh, videoed this. It's an incredible story that Julian Assange has been fundamentally a prisoner on behalf of the world a man who speaks truth to power, and this is how he winds up. Basically, home confinement. He used to go out on the... on the. Uh, he used to go out on the patio, on the ter- on, he had a terrace, and now they had snipers on roofs across from him. 24 hours a day waiting to shoot him. When he when he pulled the dead man switch, they had stormed the embassy, gone up the internal stairwell, and that's when he hit the, the dead man switch, and for days we hadn't heard from him. He was completely restricted during the election. No more talk. Or Ecuador was probably going to capitulate and turn him in. You can say, well, he served your purpose, uh, hitman, propaganda hitman, so you're his man. No, he served my purpose when I was a Democrat, when I was for Sanders, when I voted for Barack the first term, when I voted for Jill Stein, I was a friend of Julian Assange. I find it amazing when human beings have such... Balls, guts, manliness to speak truth to global power, a global hegemony that leaves a trail of bodies, will invade nations, will topple World Trade Centers to lie us into war for money and power. Look at Carrie meeting with the, with the enemy and giving them our information and letting him know how much he's on their side. We had no business in Syria. We had no business in Libya. And damn it, we had no business in Iraq. Barack Obama tripled down. Not only did he fuck up, we should have surged and never, never left our presence. We have some 25, 30,000 troops in, in North Korea, in South Korea. We should have maintained a force of 50,000 all over Iraq, everywhere. How long? Decades. Who pays for it? Saudi Arabia. That's what we should have done in order to neutralize the revolution and the Islamification of the entire planet. Look at Europe. I bet you they'd have a very different attitude had the United States maintained a force of 50,000. Barack Obama. We've got Korea nuclear. Korea with a delivery system. North Korea. Iran nuclear with a delivery system. We have madmen in power. 
traitors. Just like all the women who came forward about Trump and it all fell apart, the liars.
fundamentally unjust uh, outcome uh, for my children. It's, a, it's not a good precedent for other people to have as well, but that, that would be my one concern. Uh, I know what I'm doing. I'm prepared to have the, 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 weigh the consequences of the conflict and dealing with powerful groups and individuals. But <clears throat> my family is innocent uh, in that equation. Yeah. They didn't sign up for that fight. And coming up, we'll have more Hannity and your help is needed right after this break. A heart attack doesn't care what you eat or how healthy you look. Huh? No matter who you are, a heart attack yeah, can happen without so warning. A bare aspirin regimen can help prevent another heart attack. Be sure to talk to your doctor before you begin an aspirin regimen. Bare aspirin. You have a vision. It drives you. It inspires you. It's behind everything you do. Even when you least expect it, it comes through. You know what you want, and we can help make it real. It didn't start with the Obama administration. George Bush threw, I think her name was Reagan. Reagan. Not Nancy. And she was with, I believe, the New York or the Wall, New York Times Wall Street Journal, and she was dealing with information when it came to Yellow Cake and Niger. How about Valerie Plame? How about her ambassador husband? The prosecution, the persecution, the ruining of their careers, all this attack on the media started with George W. Bush. Double, tripled the number of prosecutions, fivefold, tenfold by the Obama administration over all preceding administrations. A government that was committed to, to openness is the most secretive. And why? Because everything about him is under cloak and dagger. His identity, his birth, his birth certificate, his wife's sexuality, their sexuality, their religion, the origin of birth, everything about Obama is shrouded in secrecy. So when Obama promised to be the most transparent government, what a joke. I can remember when Jay Carney came out laughing, his ass of, in an effort for, uh, for transparency. No, it's not funny. The American people are entitled. And we need to stop having this love affair with our congressmen, our senators. Congress Senate have the lowest ratings in history, and yet we constantly vote back in over and over. It's like saying, I love my doctor. I've got a great doctor. Go to the best doctor. When everybody knows, everybody says med medical, doctors stink, they're terrible, but everybody's got the best doctor. No, you don't. It's your ego. Your ego is invested. Your ego's invested in your doctor, and your doctor's a fucking hack. 325,000 iatrogenic, meaning doctor-induced deaths. 50,000 people died during Vietnam over 10 years. You're talking about seven times that number every year. You can turn this off. Uh, I, you can't. I have to. 
Could you do it for me? I can't. I need to finish up the show. Thank you. So was our university. We have the worst outcomes in our government. Our politicians are career hacks. Our politicians have larceny in their hearts. We need to go for term limits. You've got to support it. And you need to have term limits on people working in the bureaucracy. We need to shrink government by 80%. We need to cut the Department of State in half. The Department of Energy must go. Education must go. Health and Human Services, Transportation, they all have to go. You've been listening to Propaganda.Earth. Go to PropagandaEarth.Store. Store's a domain right there, and you can listen. Turn it down. Please. So PropagandaEarth.Store, please go support the store. Look at the blog. Check in. Share it with your friends. Over a 1,000 people are seeing. I'm not going to rest until I know that we have 100,000 people looking at this. This is raw. Two people in an office, no boards, no switches, no fancy equipment, nothing, just a telephone by a speaker. That's how we roll. No polish. It gets heated. It gets exciting. Frustration, because we want to do the best job for you. I'm Propaganda Hitman. And on behalf of Wheels of Steel, we say good night. Be well. This is going to be a great, wonderful year. Let's make it.